from API. This is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm your host, Jane Van Ryan. For many years, the state of Florida was unwilling to consider oil and natural gas exploration and production off its coastlines. With miles of beaches and a thriving tourism business, offshore drilling simply didn't fit in Florida's plans. Now, however, that appears that it might be changing. On the telephone with me today is Barney Bishop, President and CEO of the Associated Industries of Florida, which has conducted polls recently to gauge Floridian support for oil offshore drilling. Welcome, Barney. Good afternoon, Jane. Glad to have you with us today, Barney. First of all, tell me about your organization. Who exactly do you represent? Sure. Associated Industries of Florida was founded in 1920. We're known as the Voice of Florida Business. Uh, we have about 10,000 members in um, Florida, and we represent both companies and associations in Tallahassee on legislative and executive branch advocacy issues, and we do political action. Uh, we're affiliated uh, since 1951 with as the state affiliate for the National Association of Manufacturers. Now, you've been polling Floridians on the subject of offshore drilling for quite some time now. Based on your most recent polls, how do Floridians feel about offshore drilling today? Floridians are very supportive of the idea of exploration and drilling in the eastern Gulf of Mexico. Um, Jane, we've been we've been polling on this uh, since December of 2005, when we were the first business group to endorse then Governor Jeb Bush's proposal to allow drilling 125 miles off the coast. Back in December 2005, 59% of the people were supportive of drilling, and that number has increased every year since then, and especially in the summer season when the price of gasoline tends to go up. Um, Our latest poll showed 78% of the people in Florida were supportive of drilling. And that's only in the eastern Gulf of Mexico, or does that include the Atlantic coast as well? We didn't uh, actually, in our latest poll, we do have it broken down by uh, media regions, media markets, and there is support on the eastern coast for the Atlantic Ocean, but it's not as strong as what's on the Gulf Coast. So those poll numbers really have changed substantially. You've got about a 20-point difference there. Absolutely. But interestingly, Jane, the, the Floridians have been ahead of our elected leaders now on this issue for at least the last three years. And because we're the only one that's been polling on it every year, uh, we don't know if, in fact, Floridians were in favor of it before. But the arguments that are traditionally used against drilling are not arguments that the people of Florida buy. Right now, for them, the cost of energy, the cost of gasoline, the cost of natural gas and uh, coal-fired plants and everything in Florida, the cost, the affordability is the number one issue for them. And that's the main reason that they're more supportive of offshore drilling today? True, correct. But I would tell you that uh, we, even we were shocked to find out in the, la- in the latest crosstabs from our polling that uh, people in the panhandle were substantially in favor of it. In fact, 88% of the respondents in Pensacola were in favor of it, 83% in Panama City, 
and I think it was 81% down in Fort Myers in southwest Florida. So those numbers are striking because they're just so far off the chart. Well, based on your information, which areas around Florida represent the best prospects for finding oil and natural gas? We know from exploratory work that uh, oil and natural gas companies have already done that really the most promising site is the Dustin Dome off of Panama City. And we know that there's reserves there of natural gas, and that would be the easiest and quickest to access uh, if we ever got to go ahead to do it. For many years now, as I understand it, Barney, Floridians have worried about the potential impact of offshore drilling on tourism. Is that still a concern, or does that seem to be less important today? Well, I think it's less important to Floridians in general. I think that hoteliers and the tourism community are still trying to raise that bugaboo of an issue. But it's really a red herring because, first off, nobody is suggesting that we put rigs up on the beach within sight of the beach. So since you can see about... um, 12 miles to the horizon, even if you're up on a high-rise building, if you're 25 miles or more out, you would never see a rig. So the idea of um, beachgoers not being able to see a rig is not going to be an impediment to them going to the beach. The second issue then really is that they suggest, well, there's going to be um, blowouts and there's going to be tar balls on the beach. And in fact, that hasn't ever been the case since 1969 on the last blowout that was out off of Santa Barbara, California. And the truth of the matter is with the technology that oil and natural gas companies are using, there is, the, the danger is de minimis for any tar balls on the beach. And frankly, that comes mostly from shipping not from uh, rigs or platforms off the coast. And I would just cite also, by the way, that Santa Barbara, California, which was the site of the last environmental uh, happenstance with regard to oil rigs, uh, has now voted in favor of it as well. Good point. And you're right, the technology has changed quite a bit. So have you looked at not only how consumers in your area feel about offshore production, but have you also looked at the potential benefits to the state of Florida, to your state coffers, and perhaps to the residents themselves in terms of the tax base? Uh, Yes, we're, we're cognizant of that. We have not used that argument yet because we really didn't want to advance the issue that this was all about money. But there's no question that uh, if the federal government gave states the approval and the state of Florida was willing to do it, the dollars that would come into the state's coffers could be significant over time. And it would be our desire, Gene, to have those dollars uh, split in several different ways. One-third of it could go to buy endangered coastal property. Um, A second piece could be used for mitigation efforts in Florida from storms in energy sectors. And then third could be uh, using those dollars to help bring to market alternative energy uh, research and development that's being done in Florida at our universities to help bring those to the marketplace. So there could be a tremendous financial advantage for Floridians, but We would like to keep it just on the idea that it's first about getting access to our natural resources that we already have and and use the fiscal argument as one later down the road. Sounds like it could be a win for everybody. Absolutely. Very good. Barney Bishop, thank you so much for joining us today on Energy Tomorrow Radio. 
Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.